Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of your Sunday Morning Word. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. And today, I'm a little bit late with it. But, you know, had some things to do last night that kind of, you know, affected my morning. But here we are. Here we are, nonetheless, giving you that Sunday Morning Word. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. First thing I want to get out the way well, what, well, two two things I want to get out the way right quick. The Bill Cosby verdict, verdict that everybody's talking about, that everybody keeps saying that he got out on technicality. He didn't get out on technicality. He was illegally prosecuted, illegally arrested, illegally put in jail. A lot of y'all don't read. A lot of y'all, and this is why, and you got to keep it real right now. This is why a lot of our women... This is why y'all alone. This is why a lot of y'all are alone. Because instead of reading the facts and defending your man, what you do is you go against your man with white supremacist media. On the other hand, let me say this too. The only type of women that I've been seeing um, talk about this shit and talking about he only got away with his power Black men in America have no power. I don't give a damn how much money you got. You still could get locked behind those bars if a white woman said that you did something that you didn't fucking do. Emmett Till, prime example. But instead of a physical lynching, they're giving you a lynching in the media. Bill Cosby has never went to jail, been arrested for rape. You simple-minded motherfuckers. And I'm saying it like that because I'm sick of some of y'all. Sick of y'all. Y'all don't read, y'all don't do research. You depend on the racist white supremacist media to do it for you. And that's why you get the results that you get. The ignorance is overwhelming. Over-fucking-whelming. Then when a black man tried to explain to you why Bill Cosby getting out of jail, why he shouldn't have been arrested in the first place, you still going with all the rest of you. Well, but old 59 women lied. Yes, they did, motherfucker. If you read the um transcripts from the case, if you read the fucking the case documents for your is Google is your friend. Google is really your friend. God damn. That had me heated. I'm up there watching countless after countless people. But the two people I see that agree with this type of shit is LGBT women. All men, shout out Mark Lamont Hill, all men, and women that we that men that straight men ain't trying to fuck anyway. So those are the two types of people that I see, two types of women that's going against this shit, and the type of men that's going against this shit. LGBTQ that's going for that shit. Another thing I want to get out the way. Rachel Nichols of ESPN 
white woman. Yeah, I'm preaching to y'all this morning because some of y'all fucking need it. Y'all need to hear it just like this because what the preacher's telling y'all at the um at the church, this shit ain't working. Rachel Nichols of ESPN talking down on a black woman getting a promotion in the company. Saying she only got it because of diversity and their crappy history of diversity. Of course, ESPN has a crappy history of diversity. You know why? Because it's a white supremacist organization ran by Disney. Disney is one of the most racist companies in America. But a lot of y'all don't like to hear that. Because your kids listen to the shit and your kids look at the shit. A lot of black people don't like to hear that type of shit. Because it's the truth. Black people hate the truth. But a cut up and snuggle with a lie in the moment. That's why most of y'all don't have the type of men you want. But you got the type of men that you want, but not the type of men that want you. When I said it just like that, just like that, because y'all don't like the truth, you don't like to deal with the truth. Now, Rachel Nichols, white woman, ESPN, mad over a black woman because she got a promotion over her and said, oh, well, you know, this is a diversity hire. Uh, you know, I know it from the other side. <laughs> I know from the other side of, you know, but this diversity, a white woman. Let me tell y'all something. Most, let me tell y'all something. Most of y'all white counterparts at your job, the white women at your job, I'm speaking to the black women right now. They feel the same way that Rachel Nichols do. They don't want you to get an inch in the company. They don't want you to get no diversity. And this is why this whole feminist movement has always been a farce. Always. Because you have to ask yourself, they got you going against your man, right? They got you going against, them, against your man, right? So who's marrying the oppressor and who's having babies by the oppressors and who's raising the oppressor? The white women. The white women. The white women. That's who. Most of your white counterparts at your job feel this way. They feel the same way that Rachel Nichols does about Maria Teller. You get your promotion. Oh, you know they only got that because of diversity, right? You don't earn shit. They had the roles paid for them, but y'all ain't earned shit. That's what they telling y'all. And, but still, y'all want to align yourselves with people like that. Damn sickening. And that shows me that a lot of y'all don't know white supremacy. I'm surprised that y'all surprised. I'm surprised that you're surprised. Because most of your counterparts feel like that. Even if they don't say it verbally, they feel like that. Internally. 
They don't want you to have shit. They don't. But y'all want to cozy up the people like that. My damn nerves. But what I wanted to talk about today, the main thing I want to talk about today in the Sunday morning word, after I had gone, after I just got off that little rant of mine just now, because it needed to be said. But what I wanted to talk about this morning, I want to talk about, um, you know, taking accountability and overcoming, overcoming yourself, basically. Because sometimes we could engage in self-sabotage and not really know it. Now, recently, runner, sprinter, you know, and I, be, I was behind this girl, too, because I like her. I like um, how, how talented she is. And I've been following her career for a while now, Shakari Richardson. I like how talented she is. She's um, She races out of LSU, actually, but she's um, she's from Dallas, Texas. Great runner, great sprinter. But she was facing a lot of issues in her life, and this is no excuse for it, but she was facing a lot of issues in her life because her mother had died two weeks ago. She's been, um, you know, preparing for these Olympic trials, which could be, you know, within itself be um, somewhat of a challenge. You know, anytime an athlete's training for something like that to face the best in the world, so they say, to face the best in the world, then that could that could that could be somewhat of a challenge. So she failed a drug test for marijuana, right? She failed a drug test, and I was explaining to somebody. I was like, they was like, why would she do that? And I was telling them, I was like, listen, the Olympic style drug testing is different from the collegiate level because they basically on your ass like just about every week with the drug testing, you know. And maybe she didn't realize that while she was, you know, smoking marijuana, trying, you know, doing what she needs to do to sell Medicaid. I said, maybe she didn't realize that. I said, but, you know, they just, this, like she said, this is just a lesson learned. She took full accountability. Got to get a young sister respect, 21 years old, very mature, took accountability for her actions, said, listen, um, I'm doing good as I can right now. Um, I'll be back. She knows she's going to be back. And she worked her ass out just to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to take it. And, you know, they've been taking it from a lot of black athletes from the Olympia, from the Olympics. I've been seeing, because let's be honest, let's be honest, there's some, um, there's a lot of contempt for black athletes when we go to the Olympics. That's why they got to do things like cheetahs and boxing and things like that. Just like um, I think Andre Ward was the last boxing um, gold medalist from the United States. He was the last one. Black fighters don't even find interest in placing gold in the United States when it comes down to boxing. For y'all that know, I'm a huge boxing fan. They don't because they steal it from us. Like they stole it from Floyd Mayweather. They started from Roy Jones. They do little funny things when it comes to black athletes in the Olympics. When it comes down to boxing and when a sport is mano y mano, or if it's just based off pure brute strength and things like that, and just mano y mano, or even if a sport is based off intelligence or whatever the case is, 
they even anything is based off intelligence, really. They skewed the line for white people, for their white kids. Even if we're given all the disadvantages in the world, they still do that. But within that obstacle, though, they set they set up obstacles for you. They set up all types of things, things for you to overcome. But like they always say, the biggest obstacle that you got to go overcome, the biggest um, opponent that you'll ever face is yourself, which is true. Which is true. That's true. Sometimes when it comes to certain things, we have to take a self-accountability. And I called it um, taking a certain uh, self-inventory. Uh, and so you can get back on track with things. Because sometimes you can lose yourself and lose um, sight of the mission. And I always say this. I always say this if nothing else. No one person is above the mission. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. People want to know what it's like, you know, when you're in a relationship and things like that. Person sets a goal. Listen, this is the mission. If the other person acting like and they're, they're above the mission, oh, I need time. I need somebody to spend time with me. I need you not spending enough time with me. Hey, listen, I told you the mission was this. After we complete this mission, then we can talk about spending time. But for right now, we got to be locked in and focused so we can take our relationship to the next level. But I need you to do this. I need this. I need that. Most times it's women. That's why I'm using their voice because y'all some selfish motherfuckers. I need this. I need that. Listen. Cut them off. With the quickness. With the goddamn quickness. Because not no one person is above the mission. The Nero told y'all to heat, man. That's how you you want to know how you overcome obstacles, how you overcome um, yourself. Hey, listen, the Nero told y'all in heat. He told y'all in heat. He said thirty seconds. You gotta leave in thirty seconds or less when you feel the heat coming around the corner. Now, if you gotta move like I move, how you supposed to be able to, you know, keep a marriage? You know what I'm saying? He said, "Well, you a monk? Nah, nah, homie. I got a girl." You gonna walk out on that girl if you see me come around that corner? Not say goodbye. That's the discipline. Just like that. That's cut off people just like that. Sometimes self self sabotage ain't all about you. Sometimes you got people sabotaging you within yourself that you allow to be around you. Look at your circle. Look at your circle of friends or so-called friends. Sometimes self-sabotage ain't just about you. It's about the people that you allow to be around you. If they drugging, drinking, doing degenerate behaviors, you want that around you? You think that's you think that's healthy for you? You think that's good for you? You think that's gonna help you elevate in life somebody like that? Do you really? Because I could tell you no. 
it's not. And yeah, you know, you develop an emotional attachment to certain people. However, what about the attachment that you emotional attachment that you got to your goals, man? Do you have an emotional attachment to your goals? To your future? To your children's future? What you want to do? Come on now, man. Now. Now. You want to overcome self? Start doing self-inventory. Break down all the things that you need to change. To get to your goals. Right? Step by step. Follow that plan. This is gonna have to, and I'm gonna tell you this too. Within that plan, you're gonna have to make some adjustments because sometimes the way you view things, it could change over time. So you gonna have to make some adjustments, make the proper adjustments, and execute the plan. Because that's what's more most important. Executing your plan. And overcoming yourself at times. And this and and I gotta say that I'm very proud of this sister for taking that accountability and saying, listen, you know, I made a bad decision. I smoke weed, whatever the case is. And I know some people are gonna say, because I was saying it too. I was saying it too. And it is true. You got certain people like Michael Phelps. While I'm giving y'all this truth, while roaming through the city of New Orleans, I ain't forget to say that. But people like Michael Phelps, he got to smoke weed, white boy. White people get to smoke weed. White people get to do all these things. Shit, white people. I tell you, I tell you this: if they had a white person on heroin, they'll let them run track. Let's be honest. Y'all know that. They'll find a loophole. But oh, the heroin wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't um weed, <laughs> and then some of y'all motherfuckers. Let me say this too. Let me go on another little rant. Y'all gonna ask Joe Biden what he feel about her suspension? Let me tell y'all something. Joe Biden, crime bill Joe got some of y'all family members still locked up for weed from forty years ago. Man, shut the fuck up. We're asking him shit. Shut the fuck up. We're asking him some shit. Fuck wrong with y'all. Anyway. But yeah, so I'm I'm very proud of this sister for you know stepping up and she's gonna overcome. And if you've been following her, her her career path is going more up than it is down. She's still young, she still got time, and she's gonna you know smash all those records. And I just know she will. I got I have confidence in that sister. She's one of my favorite runners because um, I do watch track and feel her. Um, Alex and Felix, my girl, uh, Kenny, her name is Kitty, Kenny, 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 girl name? Anderson, I think her name is, I think that's her name, but anyway, but yeah, great, great, great runner, great sprinter, and these, they're going to break records once again, and, but she's going to overcome an obstacle, she's been through a lot, she's going through a lot, and you know, sometimes it happens in life, that's just what it is, and sometimes we have to you know, pick ourselves up. In, a, in the words of, of the brother Tariq Nasheed, listen, if you fall down, do push-ups while you're down there so you can get stronger when you get back up, you know? 
And on that note, I'm going to leave y'all. I want to thank everybody for joining me on this Sunday morning word, you know. Um, and thank you guys for purchasing low-hanging fruit. I'm very proud of the performance. I think I said on, the, on my last um, show, Truth to Power. Truth to Power will be lit tomorrow. If I have anything to say about it, Truth to Power will be lit tomorrow. I promise you, you don't want to miss that episode. But I just want to thank you guys for purchasing the book and making it go number one again on Amazon. Next book is going to be called, it's going to be a poetry book called Remember That One Summer. And I'm going to be talking about within that book, within those poems, I'm going to be talking about, because for some reason, I always, I always fall in love during the summer or what they call love. I always experience like love in the summer all the time. I'm not talking about just having sex with somebody. I'm talking about like experiencing like a connection. I always experience that in the summer. So I'm be talking about the collection of summers where I, you know, really fell fell for somebody and this particular somebody right now that, you know, nobody needs to know who that is right now, but you know, but she's a very um good person as well. So just very interesting. It's very interesting that I always experience that dynamic during the summer. You know. But anyway, thank you guys for joining me. This has been your Sunday morning word. Have a blessed day.